Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Mosell with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8s, and when it breaks. This is WTOP News. WTOP FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. 358. Dave Dildine in the Traffic Center. Montgomery County Beltway outer loop heavy and slow from Old Georgetown Road toward River Road. The work zone might be clear, but a crash has replaced it, and the right side is reported blocked on the outer loop near the Bethesda Potomac exit. River Road, Cabin John Parkway. That accounts for the slowest traffic on the Beltway. There are other slowdowns, but with lanes open in other instances. In Virginia, many incidents on I-66. Eastbound, the trash pickup completed near Cub Run. Eastbound, near the Beltway, the crash along the right. The westbound exit for Fairfax City to Route 50 was blocked for crash reconstruction. And out in Fauquier County, westbound after the Plains, the crash response along the left side and only one right lane getting by westbound there in Fauquier County. Northbound traffic on 95, slow in several stretches between the Marine Base and Springfield Interchange. Outer loop traffic building at the Wilson Bridge. Southbound delays on 95 through Virginia relatively brief. Our traffic center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. It's windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Now let's get our forecast from Steve Rudin. Just a few passing clouds this evening get into the overnight as temperatures plummet to the mid-20s to middle 30s by early tomorrow morning. A beautiful day tomorrow. Mix of sunny clouds, upper 40s to lower 50s. Sunshine is back near 50 degrees on Wednesday. Showers late Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We have sunny skies and 48 in the nation's capital. At 359. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. Suddenly, the Nationals are no longer for sale. We'll tell you what's changed with the owners. In other local sports business news. All the potential options moving forward with the bill to move the Caps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm Nick Ainelli. The latest from the scene of the house explosion that killed the firefighter in Sterling. I'm Neil Augenstein. The wife of the late Russian opposition leader, Alexei Navalny, says she will continue his fight against the Kremlin. We'll go live to an expert on Russia coming up at 4.15. They are finally running the great American race in Daytona. No trading on Wall Street because of the holiday. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. More than 30 million people are under flood watches in California right now as another series of storms slams the state. Our Carter Evans is in Santa Barbara. 
you get into a situation where you've got another two, maybe five inches of rain coming over the next couple of days, and that creates a situation uh, where mudslides and landslides and debris flow are much more likely. The rain actually started last night, causing flash floods and down power lines. A day later than planned because of rain, but NASCAR's Daytona 500 starts soon. The so-called Super Bowl of racing starts under sunny and clear skies, far cry from the torrential rain that washed it out yesterday. And there's actually a doubleheader because Saturday's Xfinity 300 has also rained out. The Daytona 500 attracts well over 100,000 fans, but some couldn't stay for today's running because real life got in the way. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. Police in Colorado Springs have arrested a suspect they believe killed two people inside a dorm room at the University of Colorado. Authorities haven't provided many details would say this was not random. The suspect and victims knew each other. In Minnesota, investigators say the shooter who killed two police officers and a paramedic in Burnsville had a long criminal history and had lost his right to own guns. Odyssey Minneapolis reporter Al Shock. The gunman is believed to have shot himself to death. Governor Wall says flags will fly at half-staff, honoring those who sacrificed and giving others time to think about law enforcement officers and first responders. Another officer injured in that shooting is now recovering at home. Israel set a deadline for its ground assault on Rafah. Here's CBS's Holly Williams. A member of Israel's war cabinet said yesterday that an offensive in Rafah will go ahead if Hamas does not release the remaining hostages by the time of Ramadan. Now that is the Muslim holy month, which begins in early March. Yulia, the widow of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny, posted a video to YouTube with a promise. Her message now through an interpreter. The most important thing we can do for Alexei and for ourselves is to go on fighting. I will continue Alexei Navalny's work. The U.S. is also considering additional sanctions against Russia over Navalny's death. LeBron James made history at this weekend's All-Star Game in Indianapolis, appearing for a record 20th time in the midseason classic. He wasn't on the court long because of an ongoing treatment plan for his ankle, but says if he stays healthy, he'd like to play in the Paris Olympics this summer. The summer games start in late July. And on Wall Street, the Dow is down 145 points. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 403 on WTOP on this February 19th, 2024, President's Day. Sunny skies and we're at 48 in D.C. afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this afternoon, if you're a Nats fan, it might just give you a little whiplash. The Nationals will now remain in the hands of the Lerner family for the foreseeable future. Principal owner Mark Lerner tells the Washington Post the team is no longer for sale. Now, back in April of 2022, the Lerners announced they were exploring selling the team that they've owned since 2006. The Learners' ownership culminated with the team winning the World Series in 2019, but the Nats have struggled since then, having sub-500 records in the four seasons since. The Washington Post' Andrew Golden broke the story and told WTOP just moments ago, it's not clear yet whether this means the Learners will start investing heavily into the team. The Learners have shown in the past that they're committed to spending a lot to get to build a championship team. They spent money on Ryan Zimmerman and Jason Worth, Steven Strasburg, Max Scherzer. They've shown their commitment to spending money on big-name players, and I think it remains to be seen now that 
they aren't playing the team, whether they really are committed to re- rebuilding the team. We will have much more in sports at 25 and 55 past the hour and throughout the afternoon here on WTOP. 404. Could pass, could fail, but there is also a third option being considered by a Virginia state lawmakers for the bill that would allow for a new arena in Alexandria for the Caps and the Wizards. Our story from WTOP's Nick Ionelli. The Alexandria Arena bill is on thin ice. After passing in Virginia's House of Delegates last week, its fate is now controlled by Democratic Senator L. Louise Lucas, chair of the Senate's Finance and Appropriations Committee. She'll be the one to decide whether it's voted on or whether it dies. It's a pretty hot topic right now, and so now Senator Lucas has a pretty big decision to make. Democratic Delegate Luke Torian sponsored the bill in the House. He says there is another option on the table here, one that would involve lawmakers agreeing to not let the bill die, but rather delay action on it for a year. That possibility exists as well. Lucas has been a strong opponent of the arena proposal. She has not responded to repeated requests for an interview with WTOP. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The investigation continues to find out exactly what caused a house in Sterling to explode and a neighborhood to shake Friday night. That explosion took the life of a volunteer firefighter. WTOP's Neil Augenstein reports from the neighborhood. Here on Silver Ridge Drive, heavy machinery has been brought in to dig out what's left of the home that exploded and collapsed Friday night. Some nearby buildings are still unsafe and are being shored up. Investigators are collecting debris from the blast. They've also been gathering the gear that firefighters were wearing that night. They'll be sent for analysis. Sources say it could be a while before the fire marshal makes the determination of what caused the blast. In Sterling, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Meantime, immediate financial support is being given to the fallen firefighters family and those of the injured firefighters in that blast. The Loudoun First Responders Foundation has teamed with the County Fire and Rescue Service to coordinate financial relief following Friday's disaster, which killed volunteer firefighter Trevor Brown. One of the things that we've been able to do was immediately be able to provide financial support to the Brown family to cover the cost for the funeral arrangement. Tina Johnson is president of the all-volunteer group, which is also funneling financial aid to the firefighters injured in the blast. Anything that they need immediate funding. People who want to help are asked to donate at the Loudoun First Responders Foundation webpage. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Well, it's 4.06. If you visit the or a visit to the Lincoln Memorials on your President's Day to-do list, you will notice scaffolding and a ramp on the steps now to the memorial. The National Mall and Memorial Park says contractors are putting in the ramp at the plaza to help get visitors around as the work begins on replacing the memorial's elevator. Crews have wrapped up the waterproofing work on one section of the steps. will begin on the other section once the ramp is finished. A new exhibition space is being created under the Lincoln Memorial as well. 4.07, if you're a comedy fan you've checked out taylor tomlinson's new netflix special you might notice it looks familiar wtop entertainment editor jason fraley tells us the special was filmed at capital one hall in tyson's where tomlinson was rising from a trap door how stupid was that i came up from the floor like i'm a jonas brother i was so embarrassed that i thought of that but it was too late when we got here to change it because men with jobs had built it they're like well this is like a week of our lives taylor tomlinson is on fire with her new late night show after midnight on cbs and her new netflix special have it all i was like yeah taylor nobody gets to have it all and then i saw hugh jackman in person and i was like oh i guess you can't have it all but there's none left because god gave it all to you 
have it all is now streaming on Netflix. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. A Tyson's company could become the biggest in its industry. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we've got Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Bethesda, getting a move on on the outer loop, still slow at Old Georgetown Road and coming off the southbound 270 spur, but ahead, the lanes are open at River Road, the work zone in the crash cleared out of the way. Heading to the American Legion Bridge will start getting a little easier here in about 10 or 15 minutes with lanes reopening. 270 northbound, no complaints. You're breezing up to Frederick southbound, minor slowing, getting out of Frederick County toward Urbana and Hyattstown. 95, some heavy traffic to work through, mainly southbound near the Columbia exits. BW Parkway, some slowing both ways near 32 and northbound near the Beltway. Just volume delays there. Beltway traffic a little heavy near the Landover exits. 50 at the Bay Bridge. Westbound good, eastbound, only two lanes open, some slowing near Whitehall Road. In Virginia, inner and outer loop traffic, sluggish toward the big beltway bridges, but with nothing blocking. 95 northbound, President's Day traffic is heavy, generally between Quantico and Springfield. Southbound volume delays are much less intense, more capacity. The express lanes are open southbound this afternoon, like a normal Monday afternoon. But it is a holiday, and so we're toll-free inside the beltway on I-66. Uh, tolls 24-7 on the 66 outside the Beltway Express lanes. And thankfully, most of the crashes and incidents from last hour have cleared near the metro area. Although farther west in Fauquier County, near the Plains, you're still only getting by a crash single file to the right, westbound beyond Virginia 245. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car, try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Well, off we go to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Quiet for the remainder of the evening and into the overnight with mainly clear skies or temperatures fall through the 40s, the 30s, eventually our northern and western suburbs in the 20s by early tomorrow morning. Partly cloudy for your Tuesday, upper 40s to lower 50s, winds from the southeast at 5 to 10. A great looking Wednesday with lots of sunshine near 50 degrees. Milder on Thursday, mid to upper 50s with a better chance for showers by evening. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. The picture is beautiful. Sunny skies, no clouds anywhere. We're looking at 46 in Gaither We've got 47 in Lanham, 48 in Arlington, brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour to Jeff Claybaugh. There could be a historic credit card merger. Bloomberg reports Tyson's-based What's in Your Wallet Capital One is in talks to acquire credit card company Discover. If that happens, it would become the biggest credit card company by loan volume in the country. Among arguments for and against, the Caps and Wizards move to Potomac Yard, a new one that touts jobs. The Washington Business Journal says D.C.-based consulting firm HR&A Advisors reports that all that potential Potomac Yard development could create as many as 22,000 new jobs. That would be as much as work at the Pentagon. Prices are not higher for everything, despite inflation concerns. The government's CPI report tracks hundreds of categories. Furniture is down 3% from a year ago. Household appliances cost 7% less. Costs are lower for sporting goods and just about every category of electronics. 
No Wall Street trading today. It is President's Day. The markets took the day off in observance. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Don't miss President's Day savings at Scandinavian Designs. Save up to 30% on modern home furnishings. Shop their Waldorf location or shop online at ScandinavianDesigns.com. Coming up, the latest on the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny and his mother having trouble retrieving his body. We'll go in-depth with an expert coming up in moments, 412. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. United Bank has a long history of safe, sound, and secure banking practices, providing customers in our region peace of mind for decades. This commitment earned United Bank the title of most trustworthy bank in America by Newsweek this year. With a responsive team, local decision-making, and personal service, United Bank is proud to be the community bank of the nation's capital and the most trustworthy bank in America. To learn more, visit bankwithunited.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking, what will be the most significant transfer digital marketing in 2024? With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 415, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ian Kramer. Thanks for joining us. The widow of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny has vowed to continue his fight against the Kremlin. Meantime, authorities have denied Navalny's mother access to a morgue where his body is believed to be held after his death last week in an Arctic penal colony. In a video posted on social media, Navalny's widow accuses Russian President Vladimir Putin of killing her husband in a remote prison. She says the refusal to hand over the body to her mother-in-law is part of a cover-up. Well, joining us live is Maria Snegnavaya, senior fellow with the Europe, Russia, and Eurasia program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Maria, thank you so much for joining us. What does this difficult situation in trying to get Alexei Navalny's body and the vague descriptions of his death by Russian officials tell you? Uh, thank you for having me. Well, obviously, uh, this is the typical thing that the Kremlin usually does. It's an evil, quite really uh, inhumane regime that they try to be sadistic um, and essentially to demonstrate the, the power that they, they, they are the ones in control or to the extent that they won't even uh, offer the body. Uh, that might be just a part of the typical tricks. On top of that, however, uh, there are obviously serious suspicions as to the natural causes of Navalny's death. 
Uh, he was deliberately tortured consistently throughout the last three years, uh, during which the time during which he was under uh, Kremlin's control, and also recently sent to the most distant uh, prison uh, where access of his lawyers and his colleagues was uh, especially complicated. And the fact that they are refusing uh, to return the body also signals the fact that, unfortunately, uh, this, he may have been uh, deliberately murdered uh, by the regime. And therefore, there are reasons why uh, the Kremlin is hiding the body, perhaps waiting for certain traces of this uh, violent um, uh, death to, to go. Unfortunately, this is just reality of the brutality of this regime, of which we should be aware of. We have seen and heard the global outrage over Navalny's death. And today, uh, the very the very poignant video by his widow, Yulia, saying that she will take up the cause of trying to improve things in Russia. Does this change anything geopolitically? Does, does she have the power, do you believe, to be able to take up that mantle and be as effective as he has been? Uh, well, Navalny was in a lot of ways uh, a unique um, uh, phenomenon in the Russian political context. He was extremely talented and quite creative, extremely also creative when it comes to identifying uh, the opportunities to mobilize Russians to appeal to them through the various platforms. It remains to be seen to what extent uh, Yulia is up to the challenge. It's certainly extremely admirable and moving her willingness to do that. Uh, just several days after his death, it's understandable that she must be completely heartbroken, and yet she finds herself, um, she finds strength and force to still appeal to uh, Navalny's supporters to uh, lift their spirit. Uh, certainly extremely admirable. Having said that, in general, the Russian liberal position has been, has been in disarray since the start of the uh, 2022 Russian invasion of Ukraine, and they're struggling to find the right narrative to appeal uh, to the Russians uh, inside of the country, while simultaneously not supporting the war in Ukraine. Because many of the Russians inside of the country, even those who used to be Navalny supporters, they um, are, in one way or another, end up being implicated into the war just by the nature of the system. It's very hard to stay not, uh, in one way or another, uh, related to what the regime is doing, even through paying taxes, something as simple as that. And so... Um, into this war. And so it is very hard for the Russian liberal opposition to simultaneously kind of appeal, like adopted a very staunch anti-war message inside with Ukrainians, while at the same time remaining, uh, retaining this political uh, support domestically. They have repeatedly uh, struggled with it. And it remains to be seen whether Yule is able to find the right, uh, the right kind of way, uh, path narrative uh, to communicate to this group. Uh, having said that, uh, Yulia does not have uh, the questionable, certain questionable uh, legacy that Navalny possessed uh, back from the days when he did take part, part in the Ruski marshes, the Russian marches. The, and um, she doesn't have, have all that legacy that occasionally taunted Alexei. And in that sense, um, she's a great candidate. Uh, lastly, frankly, I think that Russian opposition can benefit from uh, female leadership, and hopefully um, she will be able to limit all these constant uh, struggles and fragmentation that really haunted the Russian liberals for a while. Maria, thank you for your insight and expertise. We appreciate it. Thank you. Maria Signavai is a senior fellow with Europe, Russia, that is, in Eurasia program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. We're brought to you by General Atomics Gambit Series. The new unmanned combat aircraft from General Atomics Aeronautical Systems lets U.S. forces move fast and move first. Learn more at UAV.com. 
Listen to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Virginia 95 northbound from Quantico to the Wilson Bridge. Slow in many spots from the Marine Base to Newington and on the outer loop toward the Wilson Bridge. Southbound delays are much less intense. Interloop traffic also heavy in McLean toward the Legion Bridge. 66, all incidents from earlier in the afternoon resolved, except for the investigation which blocks the westbound exit for eastbound Route 50, Fairfax City. That ramp was still blocked at last report. Beltway traffic in Maryland heavy on the outer loop coming around the big curve toward River Road. Crash and work zone at River Clear. Enter and outer loop traffic a bit heavy in Greenbelt as it is on the BW Parkway nearby near 32 and also on 95 near the Elk Ridge and Columbia exits. 270 southbound traffic will be heavy on a holiday Monday near the county line at Hyattstown. 50 at the Bay Bridge westbound good. Eastbound limited to two lanes and slow beyond St. Margaret's Road. Find seasonal produce at Whole Foods Market. Save on organic sweet potatoes for one ninety nine per pound with Prime through tomorrow while supplies last. Shop in store or online. Term supply. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's head to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Mark Pena joins us now. Mark, sunshine has been beautiful today. Will it continue for the rest of the week? Uh, not the rest of the week, but it will for the next few days. So uh, looking at the forecast for the rest of today, we've got clear skies, uh, barely any clouds to be seen on any of our weather cameras. And that's going to continue into tonight with temperatures falling into the 20s by tomorrow morning. For your Tuesday, looking mostly sunny again with maybe just a few more clouds, but staying dry and pleasant. Temperatures near seasonal average as well. That's around 48 degrees. Heading into Wednesday, sunny skies continue with maybe a little bit more increasing clouds by the second half of the day as we are tracking our next weather maker, which looks to arrive late Thursday. I think we're staying dry for a good chunk of your Thursday. Rain doesn't increase until around your evening commute time and it becomes more widespread Thursday night into Friday. Overall, this is looking like a pretty low impact system. Scattered uh, Showers look mostly scattered at this point with rainfall amounts by the time the system exits our region on Friday, around a half inch or less. And then it exits just in time for the weekend. So looking sunny and bright for this coming weekend with temperatures near seasonal averages, that's around 50 degrees. So uh, some good news heading into the weekend. And the rain chances, again, are right now looking out of here by around Friday. Uh, in terms of your current temperatures, uh, not too bad of a day. It's uh, pretty seasonable still. 46 in southeast, 44 in Potomac, and I've got 49 in Woodlawn. All right. Thanks so much, Mark. Coming up on WTOP, is somebody missing a goat? Yes, a goat. We'll tell you why this question is being asked locally. 422. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. And now, during our President's Day sale, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed. Plus, free home delivery when you add any base. Ends Monday. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. How many times will you risk that dangerous climb in and out of the bathtub this year? It's a smart and beautiful idea to convert that ugly old bathtub into a gorgeous new shower. The shower system from PJ Fitzpatrick features a low walk-in entry that means no more climbing over the tub. A PJ Fitzpatrick shower is luxurious, affordable, and it all installs in just one day. Plus, PJ Fitzpatrick will include a free designer safety package this month. Visit TrustPJ.com for your free design consultation. Get 50% off tax prep at Jackson Hewitt. Limited time offer for new clients filing at participants participating locations. Max savings $200. Visit jacksonhewitt.com slash 50 for This is WTOP News. 423. Millions of extra dollars.